Today we're going to talk about education, Phil, so I'm going to give you a pop quiz. Are you going to drop some knowledge on me? I'm going to test your knowledge. Okay, okay. Listen to this sound and see if you can tell me what this is. Trump, 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 Trump. Pants, pants. Trump, 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 Trump. Pants, pants. Sounds like the Trump train rolling into the station. That's the Trump train rolling in. That was from 2016 when Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald was at a rally for Mike Pence in Waukesha. Apparently, he and August Tyler, that big guy who at the State of the State is sitting behind Tony Evers. Kind of looks a little bit like Jabba the Hutt. I was thinking more Grizzly Adams, but yeah, that guy. (laughs) They came up with the Trump train sound. I always thought that was hilarious. It is funny. And guess what? The Trump train, sort of led by the caboose, Mike Pence, rolled into Madison this week. Wait a minute. I thought the train was a boondoggle. I thought we weren't (laughs) going to have a train going into Madison. This wasn't high-speed train. This was kind of slow and methodical. Okay, Okay. Haven't you heard Pence speak? You know what? After listening to Pence speak, I'm on the President Pence bandwagon right now, man. Like, so much better than Trump. He's presidential. Which means he has no chance of ever being elected. (laughs) Because we are so past presidential in this country. We are with Trump. And today on Center Stage with Milford and Hands, the Wisconsin State Journal's political podcast from the Sensible Center of Wisconsin Politics, we're going to talk about the VP's visit to Madison and the state capitol for National School Choice Week what it means for Wisconsin and the 2020 elections. I'm Scott Milford. I'm the editorial page editor for the State Journal. And I'm Phil Hayens. I'm the editorial cartoonist for the Wisconsin State Journal. And we are half of the State Journal editorial board. The better looking half. There was some talk about this being... Possibly, everybody hedged it, the first time a president or vice president has been inside the state capitol. Well, our state capitol is pretty old, and there were some pretty insignificant vice presidents for a lot of our history. That wasn't worth mentioning whether they came around or not. Now, I remember seeing Al Gore, who was then vice president, standing right outside the state capitol when he was there for a big rally just days before he lost the presidency, even though he got the most votes. Every Democrat who runs for president likes to come to Madison, except for Hillary Clinton, <laughs> yeah. likes to come to Madison because you get your picture taken in front of, you're, you're in the Midwest and there's thro- thousands and thousands of people yeah. will show up and there's throngs of people and there's a building that looks ever so slightly like the U.S. Capitol building right behind yeah. you. It's a good photo op, but you, they don't really go inside of it. And I don't think Al Gore did because I remember his uh, black SUV parade coming up King Street. He actually spoke towards the Capitol. He didn't get the backdrop that you talked about. Do you think his black SUV parade, do you think he bought carbon offsets for those guys? (laughs) I doubt it. No. (laughs) I do remember him saying Wisconsin about 50 times. (sighs) Wisconsin. Show me on the map where Wisconsin <laughs> is before you say Wisconsin. <laughs> I remembered that Teddy Roosevelt had spoken in the state capitol. So I went back and... You remembered l- this. This is a true fact. Yeah, I was there <laughs> in 1903. And he did speak to the legislature, but subsequent to that, the state capitol burned down. Ah. So Teddy Roosevelt spoke in the capitol. It just wasn't the current capitol. Okay. Uh, But let's talk about school choice, Mike Pence, Betsy DeVos. You know, as we gather here in Madison, there are tens of thousands of events all across America celebrating National School Choice Week. But I'm here in Wisconsin because this is where it all began. 
serious question about this, Scott. Are we a pro-choice editorial board? <laughs> we, we, I, we are pro-choice. Yeah. So if we want to be consistent, we got to be for school choice. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Are we, just, I mean, are yeah. we are, 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 are we just pro-choice on abortion? Or are we pro-choice on schools? I'm always very ambivalent about it. You know, back in the day when Tommy Thompson started this 30 years ago in Milwaukee, I think the State Journal was generally open to the idea of giving some poor kids in failing schools in Milwaukee some ability to go to a different school, even if it was a religious school to sort of create some competition and to try to help improve the Milwaukee School District, which a lot of people thought was failing. It's, of course, spiraled from a few hundred students to now 40,000 students. Which would make it the second biggest district in the state. But it's still only about 5% of students. Yeah. So I don't think the privatization of our school districts has... It's, it's not complete yet? <laughs> not by a long shot. Where we became actually opposed to an expansion of school choice was when they were going to start to hand public vouchers to kids and their parents who were already in private schools. Yeah. Under Scott Walker and Fitz and Voss, it started to become just a subsidy program for private schools, and they wanted to take the income levels up to 70 thousand dollars Yeah that you could make that and still get it. So I don't think it should become a bailout of private or Catholic schools. First of all, I think the left is way too dismissive of the whole voucher school movement because it sort of ignores the fact that there are people, often people of minority who are historically Democratic voters, you know, who live in places where the public school systems just do not function very well for them. And a voucher is, is a ticket to your kid to get a better education. And I think people are very dismissive of that very real-world, immediate problem that people face. You know, but I hope for all of you and people all across this country, what's most meaningful as we mark National School Choice Week, it's meaningful to the president and to me, is that, that many of the people who benefit the most, many of the children who benefit the most, come from our underserved communities that face unique challenges. And thanks to what you've done here in Wisconsin, it's been particularly minority communities that have benefited again and again. Thousands of African-American and Hispanic parents that wouldn't be able to do otherwise have been able to choose where their children go to school here in Wisconsin. My kids both went to a charter school, a public school here in Madison, Western Mundo. I am a big fan of charter schools. Which are not the same, just for clarity, are not charter the same as Charter schools are only public schools in yeah. Wisconsin. There are no private charter schools in Wisconsin. And charter schools generally are within the purview of a school district, but not always, as Colleen Kerr's failed attempt to have a school for mostly minority kids here in Madison uh, showed which makes them very different from voucher schools. There are schools that accept vouchers, which is a, was basically a subsidy from the government yeah. to pay for private school tuition, which is very different than a charter school, which is set up often by a district to operate in a different way. We, you know, there's a charter school, the Badger Rock Charter School. They got another five-year lease on their charter, and they're here doing, in Madison. Here in Madison, they're focuses using the environment and nature to teach kids about academics in general. There's also a private religious school, Lighthouse School, which got a shout out from Pence at this speech 
here in Madison. Lighthouse is just a private school that will accept a voucher. This was school choice week. It wasn't school voucher week. But it sounded like it was school voucher week. Yeah, but they did mention charter schools. And in the grand scheme of things, I think choice has been good for schools in Wisconsin in the sense that whether or not these schools actually are better at educating kids, there is something about a parent saying, I really want my kid to go to this school or to this district and being able to do that. I think the parents feel a lot better about the schools. The kids feel better about the schools. We don't just have vouchers to go to private schools and religious schools. We have charter schools. We also have school choice where you can decide if you live in Madison, they decide they're going to apply and go to DeForest School District rather than Madison. Some kids might be in Monona and they decide to go to the Madison School District. Parents love seeing their children thrive in learning environments that are the right fit for them. So this week is an opportunity to celebrate the education freedom families have won in so many places across the country. It's also a time to think about and continue to fight for all the students and families who are still limited, who don't have the choices, the freedom that you do. Education shouldn't be determined by luck or by address or by family income. And education shouldn't be an old school, one size fits all experience. Every student is unique and everyone learns differently. That was Betsy DeVos, Secretary of Education under President Trump. Given that there's a lot of kids that aren't doing well in schools, no matter what kind of schools they are, the idea that we might try to have some schools that do things a little differently, I think is good, and I think our editorial board has generally been favorable of that. Yeah. The speech started off with Trump train conductor Scott Fitzgerald, Senate Majority Leader in the State Senate. Isn't it interesting that he was a warm-up act for Robin Voss? Oh, yeah. Voss got to go second. I mean, we're leading up to the vice president here, so I would say order of importance. Speaker, it should be House <laughs> and then Senate. But maybe there is something to speaking first, where like you're the first guy to go on stage where that's more desirable than speaking second. Pence said that he came to Wisconsin because Wisconsin is where this all began, the choice schools. It had nothing to do with the 2020 election and the (laughs) fact that Donald Trump barely won Wisconsin in 2016. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, Fitz came on and he said there's 86,000 students. They attend a private school voucher or a public charter school. So he was kind of wrapping them all in. If you add all that up, it's about 10% of the student population. I think it is more popular if you broaden the term school choice to more things than just a voucher to a religious school. He said the results are clear, as our article reported this morning and as we've had editorials and op-eds in the past. Proponents can point to studies showing a lot of good things happening at some choice schools. Opponents can point to studies (laughs) saying it doesn't really make that big a difference. Exactly. I learned on the way here that there's a bill being introduced in the Wisconsin legislature that would actually phase out school choice in this state. Well, I I know the governor couldn't be with us here today, so let's make sure he hears us. We're not going to let that happen. Wisconsin, for our kids, for our families, for our future, school choice is here to stay. As much as the two sides like to pretend that this is all or nothing, Democrats did control all of state government under Jim Doyle in 2009 and 10. 
And they didn't stop charter schools. And we still have choice schools. Yeah. So Robin Voss, when he said that Democrats want to close your schools, I guess there are some bills out there to do that, but even when they had the chance to do it, they didn't close a bunch of schools. Yeah. Can we play that clip from Robin yeah. Voss? Now, it's hard to believe that some people want to eliminate school choice. They don't like educational freedom. They even want to close your choice and charter school. You can boo that. Boo, right? That's bad. We don't want that. But have every faith that your parents and the people who stand here today are going to ensure that you get the choice to attend the school that works best for you and best for your family. Is this, is this bad behavior amongst the students to boo people who don't, boo the Democrats who don't like their, their uh, choice schools? I'm sure there were some teachers that uh, didn't like Robin Voss instructing the students to boo. I know my kids go to the, the Namby Pamby Madison public schools and they never allow booing in the schools of other, of other people. That's just inappropriate and bullying. We're all winners in Madison schools. We are all winners. If you listen to that quote, he didn't just say closed choice schools. He also said closed charter schools. And anytime there is a proposal for a charter school in Madison, even if it's a public charter school that the school district would still essentially control. There's yeah. a lot of people that come out of the woodworks in liberal Madison and claim it's some sort of privatization of the school district. But our Governor Tony Evers is not one of those people. As, as we <laughs> asked him about charter schools, and specifically Clean Cares Charter School, he That's said, right. I didn't try and shut it down. I gave him a grant. Or you go back to President Obama's education secretary, Arnie Duncan. You know, the teachers unions didn't really like him that much because he was a big proponent of charter schools. Uh, specifically to help poor minority kids in schools where they were not succeeding. Yeah. And in Madison, sometimes the liberal power structure decides to favor unions over kids. And the unions are predominantly made up of older, whiter teachers. It's not necessarily one and the same as the poor African-American or Latino students in the school districts. I mean, the flip side is if you look at the salaries that a lot of these schools in the choice program pay their teachers versus public schools, Pence gave a really nice shout out to all teachers, including his wife. Yeah. But if you want to say who values teachers more, just in dollars and cents, it's the public schools. The public schools value teachers They pay much, much better. Better. Betsy DeVos came out, and the biggest eye roller for me wasn't anything that she said. It was the usual suspects of the Capitol chanting, shame, 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 shame. So excited. So excited to be back in my friends in Wisconsin, the birthplace of education freedom. 30 years ago, right here, I do not like that. I don't think there's anything about Madison that is more self-righteous than that cheer. Oh, yeah. And I don't even like Betsy. I, mean, I think no, Betsy I don't like is completely either. unfit for her job. It's have a little bit of a modicum of respect and decency when somebody's talking, you know. It's just the whole shouting somebody down is just so inappropriate and so Madison. You know, they say, oh, what do you mean? She's taking money away from kids uh, so they can't learn and she's private. It's like, you know, the federal government doesn't even do that much for schools. No. It's all driven by local decisions, local school boards. When Pence came out, he talked about some $5 billion they want to spend, and he's got 100 sponsors for some bill related to choice schools. That's going nowhere in the House. Around when she started talking, you know, we're probably now 15, 20 minutes into the speech. 
I really got a kick out of watching it because these kids who had to stand there for 45 minutes, one of them's chewing on his hand. <laughs> you, know? you try one. Make a kid stand still for 45 minutes. Anyway, I thought the kids were really cute behind her. Yeah. It provided some entertainment. A better backdrop. Uh, if the shame, shame, shame people want to find common ground with Betsy DeVos, I'm sure they could find it, though not with us, when she touted that we partnered to end Common Core. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, remember that? All it was was trying to have higher standards. Nationwide higher standards. And a way to measure how our kids were doing in both the Betsy DeVos right-wing conspiracy theorists and the anti-testing left-wingers came out together and said, oh, my God, no, we can't have higher standards for our schools. And Common Core never did go away. Could there be anybody who reeks more of establishment than Mike Pence? You know, he's got a history in radio, so he's got that radio voice. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. There's this misconception that everybody involved in school choice is really conservative. But that group of kids is pretty diverse behind Pence. You have had black lawmakers in Milwaukee who supported the School of Choice program who are Democrats. Yes. We've had some moderate Republican lawmakers from western Wisconsin where there are no real school choice options other than an online school. And down there, people love their public schools because they, they have the sports teams. It's the whole community identity School vouchers are not popular down there. There aren't a whole lot of private schools in some of these rural communities to send a kid with a voucher, and they don't have the infrastructure to put a charter school together. The public school is the only game in town. So you can, I mean, there is a sort of argument that in rural, historically Republican communities, the public school is, is really the most popular school game in town. To the politics of this, there were a lot of Hispanic and black kids and parents at the Capitol. Yes, there There's a whole bunch of them that go to choice schools. There's a whole bunch of them who are religious. Like the idea of sending their kids to a religious school. And going way back to Tommy Thompson, I'm not saying that Republicans don't genuinely want to help kids do better at school, particularly poor kids, but they definitely over the years have seen a political opportunity in urban areas to win over some votes. Yeah. Choice and charter schools have higher minority populations and economically disadvantaged kids. One of the liberal talking points of post-charter schools and voucher schools is that you get parents who are in any way motivated to fill out a form to get their kids into either a charter school or a voucher school. You're not finding any of the kids from the absolute most underserved homes where the parents don't even have the wherewithal to, you know, sign their kid up for something. You know, so those kids aren't get, those kids aren't getting included in some of the the numbers of how charter and voucher schools are doing. Those kids are going to public school. Well, maybe I think the districts a lot of times go out of their way to encourage people. to But it requires. Join. I mean, it does require some parental involvement in a way in a, in a greater sense than just send your kid to public school does. It may. I think you need somebody to care to try to get you to sign up. But I would still say, if you look even at the charter schools here in Madison, there's way more poor kids and way more minority kids and less white kids in the charter schools in Madison. My kids went to Nuestra Mundo, and there's 20-some percent white kids there. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the poverty rate is much higher. But it's a great school. Yeah. You know, I have a real hard time telling somebody who's in a bad neighborhood in Milwaukee that, like, no, no, your kid— can't go to a good private religious school because we need to make our public school system better for everybody. 
That's a real hard sell, which is what liberals are basically saying, is that we need to get rid of this option that you currently have yeah. to get your kid right now who's struggling in school a better education for the greater good 50 years down the road. There's no argument that I think voucher schools, by removing funding from public education, are detrimental to the public school system. But mm-hmm. it's really hard to convince a parent whose kid is struggling now yeah. that I got to look out for my for my grandkids' kids. And the financial issue isn't as simple as people think it is either way. Because, for example, in Madison, it costs 14 thousand dollars Madison spends per student. To educate a kid. Right. If a kid leaves Madison to go to Lighthouse, which is a choice school where you can take a voucher, the voucher is like half that, yeah. seven or $8,000. So they have one less kid to educate and they're losing half the money they would have otherwise got. Now, if you talk to a principal, they'd say, well, I can't get rid of a whole class if one kid leaves. I I essentially have the same expenses I had before. Yeah. But if you get 50 or 100 kids doing that, you do save some money if they leave. It's not one kid leaves and all that money goes away. Madison schools are really, I mean, at least my experience, when my kids go to some of the better schools in the district, but it's been, it's been, a really rich, fulfilling experience. And the idea that I would try and move them out of that district doesn't make any sense to me. And I feel the same way, but you and I are both white. And in Madison, you don't hear that story as much from parents who are black or Latino necessarily. You can see in the statistics, Madison, particularly with black students, doesn't do a very good job of educating them. I'm not convinced that vouchers are a great thing. I'm very supportive of charter schools because I think they're a good way to innovate. But I I do worry about voucher, you know, increasing voucher schools, bleeding some money from the public school system. I do think liberals are way too dismissive of the program, especially because it does help people personally. We had a column from the Freedom from Religion group in the the morning's paper. And their main beef with choice schools is that kids are paid public money to go to private religious schools and in part get religious instruction. And that does concern me. If you want to get both people riled up, both the left and the right, you open a school that accepts vouchers that with a Muslim education focus, where people are going to get a religious Muslim education and accept state vouchers. We'd like to see Fitz and Voss's reaction to that. Yeah. And maybe Pence. But on the other hand, I don't know, maybe they'd say fine. But at the end, Pence, when he was closing, he said, I always tell young people my motto is study hard, pray harder. Don't let anybody tell you anything's impossible because with God, all things are possible. Study hard, pray harder. (laughs) (laughs) And that just feeds into why so many people on the left dislike choice schools. They read that as, aha, sure, you want to teach the kids to read, but mostly you want them to read the Bible. And it feeds into why some people on the right love voucher schools, because finally kids are getting some moral education and not this liberal, atheist, namby-pammyism in the Madison public school system. In the end, maybe with a mix of schools and parents feeling like they're getting the school they want, I hate to be uh, end on a positive note here, Phil, maybe our system isn't that bad. I went to a private school. I went to a Waldorf school. You're a frat boy too, aren't you? I'm a frat boy, yeah. I had a lot of private education. Like, as somebody who experienced private school from, from kindergarten through eighth grade, it was good. It was fine for me. I'm not sure I would appreciate tax dollars going to fund the kind of education that I got. I think what my kids are getting in the Madison Public Schools is a much 
better education than what I got. Our house band is Tube Tester. Find and follow Center Stage with Milford and Hands on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher. To subscribe to the Wisconsin State Journal's digital and e-editions, go to madison.com slash subscribe now. You can get your first three months for just three bucks. That's at madison.com slash subscribe now.